0: Welcome to this episode of Dad Bod History. We are continuing our bromance brackets. Thirty-two teams, four brackets, only one winner. And uh let's get rolling. So we had a bracket, Brotiquity was our first bracket that we went through the first round <laughs> in the play-in games. Uh this is our second bracket, the Bro bracket. So uh Dealing with high classical bromances, obviously. (laughs) And uh, just as a refresher, here are the rules Um, before I introduce you guys. uh, Here are the rules of the of the bracket. So we've got two playing games for this bracket, and um, the 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 way this will go is I have a set uh, in my little Crown Royal bag. I have a bunch of situations that these bros are going to be put into um, against each other, and then we get to discuss and vote on who would do better in that situation or what pairing would do better in that situation. We'll do up to three questions, but basically the first bromance to five points per round moves on to the next round. And uh, we're going to do a little bit different wrinkle than we did for the brotiquity bracket. In the brotiquity bracket, we have the same three scenarios for every matchup in that round. We're not going to do that. We'll pick... Different scenarios for each matchup So there's a little bit of variation Between matchups uh, But without further ado How you guys doing? You ready Eric? You ready Cameron? I'm rocking, let's do it I can't okay, wait Now before we do it, little faux pas We, we kind of made a mistake In in the brotiquity bracket Not in our results, I stand by The judges' decisions But not having Cameron for the Pippen and Jordan matchup Oh yeah all, was a big big mistake on our part so i apologize cameron i'm sorry about that man
1: i i would have pitched an absolute fit now that i know the uh results you know mm-hmm. the the judges if ruling if stand, bromance, you gotta respect it
2: if cameron's bromance with us was real he would have been there it's all i'm saying
0: whoa, whoa. so harsh but true harsh but true <laughs> <laughs> so your Although, loyalty lies, here, Cameron. But here's my, the thing.
1: My here's wife just is gotta already make sure. a little jealous of you guys, so don't don't make it worse, Eric.
0: <laughs> my we're wife jealous of her? My wife Ooh. wrote basically a college paper on bromances, but before bromances were called bromances, she's basically like did a historical review on non-sexual relationships that men have had throughout history um and how in many of those cases the two men loved each other platonically um, more than they loved their respective wives. Uh, And Uh. and so she's like, so she's like, (laughs) like, yeah, I've got, I've got a couple bromances or bro crushes. She's like, yeah, no, I know. I know that you love Eric more (laughs) than you love me.
2: (laughs) But women historically were just property. So. So
1: that's the, that's the excuse. (laughs)
0: I'm taking okay.
1: love you back. <laughs> I, oh my gosh! <laughs> wow. Keep going, Eric. Keep keep, keep
0: talking. <laughs> dig that hole. But I mean, it's, it's, it's all this talk of chivalric love, and Eric's like, yeah, but there's was property. <laughs> That's
2: just it's just a woman.
0: Uh, oh my gosh. No,
2: but you know, if you if you go back, it, it, their husband and wife. You know, sixty-seven
0: percent of our followers on TikTok are female, right? You know that not anymore not after that I'm not going to reply
2: with what came into my head because but if you you think about those relationships right if uh, the man and the woman are not on equal footing you know that relationship is not as between equals right so it's sure those dynamics are are there
0: no I I understand that and I agree but um, and, 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 part of that is also in a lot of these, you know, the farther back you go in cultures, a lot of these marriages were arranged. And so neither mm-hmm. party necessarily had affection or love for one another. It was not about that. It was about continuing the family line or securing some sort of rights or, or properties or lands or whatever it was. So in a lot of those, there, there was a ton of other factors besides just love where, you know, with a lot of these men, you can say what you will about the, you know, going on, you know, battle or going off to war. That's who you're spending time with. So obviously you're going to form a strong connection with those people. Um, but yeah, well, So anyway. Well, and I think there's well, nuance ahead, to there's nuance to the
1: bromances out there. You know, there's the, the giggly, giddy kind, you know, yeah. when they're just have a lot in common. There's the, hey, that is a really strong bond that's going to last forever. There's the Mm -hmm. up in flames and gone too soon type. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, are
2: are you and I the giddy kind or the uh, up in flames? I don't know if we (laughs) were.
0: The only time we've ever been the giddy kind is when you get drunk. <laughs> then you just become a whole, whole, whole different true. person. It's true. Like, like, you put your arm around our shoulders, and you're like, "Hey, man, yeah." I just want to know. You, I, I really appreciate you, and I really think you're just one of the best. And then otherwise, it's not that. It, I, it's a it's okay. You flip a switch. I mean, we all do to an extent when we're drunk, but like, like I remember this is not the same Eric
2: Hoffman. A very specific moment. Shortly after you moved to Arizona, um, and my wife and I and you were having drinks, and I got just,
0: I could not stop expressing my love for
2: both of you. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, it was a beautiful moment.
3: Yeah. It
0: was so earnest. That's the thing, you just get so earnest when you drink. And then you'll have a Washington apple and pass out in a... Irish bar on St. Patrick's Day. And then we got to drag you up he to the also, hotel so you can watch Tangled.
1: And the, <laughs> the biggest thing with Eric is uh, he gains about 15 IQ points, and he's already mm-hmm. a smart guy. But with a couple drinks in him, he becomes even smarter. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, no, trying to argue with him is impossible. Oh, uh, I've, I've never learned more than when I'm sitting yeah. and talking to a drunk. He's, he's
0: unlocking secrets of the universe while he's drunk. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm trying to find my keys. Like I've it's... become a
2: Protestant Ben Shapiro when I'm drunk, is what yeah, it is. you definitely have. I don't know if that's,
0: that's, <laughs> that's great. a good analogy. You, you don't talk as fast as Ben Shapiro, Yeah, I, a ever,
2: slow but... Protestant Ben
0: Shapiro. Yeah, very, a very <laughs> a slow Protestant, but tall Ben Shapiro. Uh, you're just <laughs> describing an entirely different person at this point. <laughs> all
2: right, let's do this. So we got we got Maverick and Goose and Wayne and Garth. All right, up so first. this is a play-in
0: game. So this play-in game, I think Eric, you presented the the original brackets. We had someone on our TikTok video commented, "What about Maverick and Goose?" And we're like, "Oh yeah, obviously we missed one of the greatest bromances of all time, um, one that burned so, bright but we, we, very short." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Gone too soon. So let's uh let's play this one out. Wayne and Garth, probably my favorite bromance when I was a kid, um, versus an all timer in Maverick and Goose. So I'll draw three questions out. First one question question number one. So let me look at see what that is.
3: Okay. Which like is more one. likely
0: to take your breath away? Yeah. <laughs> all right um one phone call that's the name of this question you are driving home from a dinner with a group of friends when you see the cherries and berries of a police cru- cruiser light you up from behind after elucidating with the perfect clarity that you are totally sober even though you may have had a beer or two you somehow find yourself in the local hoose gal for the duration of the night who do you call to bail you out Maverick and Goose or Wayne and Garth? I mean, I think it's pretty apparent. I, I think Goose is going to be really reliable. And mm-hmm. he'll be there oh, yeah. to bail you out. Because he's married, right? Before he, yeah. In that movie, he's married. Right. He's got a kid. Yeah. So he's he's responsible. Maverick, Maverick's a Maverick. So he, you don't know about him, but Goose Either is way, really responsible.
2: Two guys show up in uniform to pick you up mm-hmm. from the police station versus that's true. Wayne and Garth. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Wayne and Garth might end up in jail with you.
1: You might Damn. not get home if Wayne and Garth pick you up.
0: Yeah. You know? And it might be a great night in jail if Wayne and Garth try to bail you out and then oh. they end up with you. But you're not getting home. And the the goal here is to get home.
2: Yeah. No, and
0: if, if and, uh, and... Top Gun is any indication,
2: Maverick can just uh, talk to the Admiral's daughter and the Admiral can make a phone call
0: That's to the police true. station. They've got so, a lot of yeah. leverage. <clears throat> they show up with those wings on. You're you're going home that night. Okay, so for that's sure. pretty that's pretty clear. Right, that's a three zero sweep on that first question. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Next and we're question. Playing to five, right? Yeah. first yes. to Five. So c- commanding okay. lead. It's that's uh, hard to come back from. For for yeah, Maverick and Goose. Oh gosh, this might be okay. All right. Fourth of July party. Nothing says America like a barbecue, cheap beer, and expensive fireworks. You have a choice of two backyard bonanzas to go to for this most patriotic of holidays. Which one will make the Founding Fathers proud and which one will make an <laughs> eagle weep?
1: All you got to do is roll out a, a volleyball game over. Stand
0: volleyball. <laughs> of course. Yep.
1: Yeah. There you go. I,
0: I want, I mean, I want Wayne and Garth to have a great Fourth of July party, but they might forget <laughs> to, you know, order food. I don't know, but yeah, it's definitely going to be in their mother's basement. Yeah.
1: You don't want Wayne and Garth hosting. You want them showing up half drunk, you know, two hours. late. You don't want them to start. That'd be a disaster.
0: And then they start jamming on their guitar and just, Mm -hmm. you know, playing Led Zeppelin. And that would be awesome. It's uncomfortable. The event. Right. They did plan Wayne stock. I mean, in Wayne's world too, they did plan Wayne Mm -hmm. stock, but it almost fell apart. So I don't know if, it I mean, was more
2: it's successful than uh, the Fire Fest, right?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, as far as fests go, it's one of the better ones in the past 20 years. So that's um, Maverick and Goose, right? 6-0? Yeah, they took it. I mean, 4th of <laughs> July. Obviously, you're going to go to, the, to their I'm, party. I'm gonna as gonna you make said, a, Cameron.
1: I'm going to make a prediction right now. Okay. Maverick and Goose. Are gonna survive this bracket. They're gonna win this bracket. I don't know what the, I don't know how the chips will fall. You don't know the questions and all that. So that they're gonna, they're gonna win this region. Right there. They're gonna win this region. Put them in the final, they're four gonna right now.
0: They're gonna make it to the final four. That is a bold yep. prediction. I like it. Cause okay, uh, there's some, there's some, uh,
2: heavy hitters in this region. Oh, Cameron. there's some
1: star power. I've got, yeah, Patton I, and I realized Eisenhower. That, how big of a statement that is. And it's early, yeah. I know. But Maverick and Goose, man, you're, that is—you,
2: you're just so you know, you're betting against uh, Patriots, founding fathers, and World War II winning generals, as well as two two uh, giants of uh, the
1: defense of the Christian faith. Be that as it may,
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen two movies Look, that are
0: that camera... good. Ever. Sometimes Cameron just goes by vibes, Eric, and you just got to roll with it. I'll, I'll tell you this much. Streak. Hey, what do the they magic. have to do in the first
1: round? How, how do you top that? You know, they they went 5-0. Yeah. They swept them. They shut them out in dominating No, 6-0. Fashion. There's no
0: mercy rule here. <laughs> they went
1: 6-0. Yeah, they poured it on. corrected. Yeah. I mean, right, that's right. a record. Just saying. All right. Biggest so, margin uh, of victory ever.
0: I
2: like it, let's do our playing game. <laughs> Next up, uh, J.R.R. Tolkien and C.S. Lewis versus uh, J.D. and Turk from Scrubs, which I'm going to oh, be honest, I have never watched that... an episode.
0: Really, a really good show. It, it, yeah, I think I've it heard holds that. up. Yeah, it's, it's underrated. Uh, yeah, I, I think. Gosh, it was kind of on at the same time during The Office. So I think either you watch The Office or you watch Scrubs. But Scrubs, is a, it's a really good show, and there's some really good episodes there. Um, I discovered um,
1: Scrubs years later. Like, I've, I've recently watched it in the last five years or so. Definitely a hidden mm-hmm. gem. Had no idea it was so good.
0: Yeah. Got a lot of heart. I mean, it, it's silly. There's mm-hmm. a ton of silliness in there, but it's got a lot of heart. Uh, For sure. As far as those types of shows go. um. All right, so I pulled the first question for these two, which is question number 14. Rescue Rothstein. Oh, no. Your buddy, Warren Rothstein, finds himself in an emotionally abusive relationship with an an evil psychiatrist named Karen. As Karen isolates Warren from you and your friends, you all decide that you need to save Warren from Karen and reunite him with the one who got away, Mindy Perkins. Who will join you to rescue Rothstein? J.R.R. Tolkien and C.S. Lewis, or JD and Turk from Scrubs. Eric, why don't you lead us off here? Because I I feel like I think you have an answer you want to give, but yeah, I I definitely want to answer answer
2: Tolkien and Lewis. Uh huh. I'm just not sure how they're going to handle that situation. Sure, they're not interested in making sure you end
0: up with somebody. They're going to make.
2: they want to make sure you end up well, whole as a person.
0: Can I? Can I? Can I throw a caveat in here, though? Go for it. Tolkien was not a huge fan of C.S. Lewis marrying Joy for a couple reasons. One, because she was American, obviously, <coughs> and two, because she wasn't Catholic. So, well, neither and, and was and C.S. That's Lewis. Part of the reason. No, and he didn't like that either. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but but I'm saying if anybody would be a little upset about a woman coming in to break up a friendship. It would definitely be J.R.R. Tolkien because part of the reason towards the end of their lives, or at least towards the end of their friendship, they broke up is because of Lewis's marriage to Joy. There's other factors, but that was a that was one of them. So I'm just throwing that out there. Maybe it affects your decision or not, but. I'll go with it. That that's enough? Tolkien and Lewis. Bread? Let's do it. Okay. All right. Um yeah. I think I'm probably gonna go with JD and Turk because the antics involved would be more their speed, I think. Um Yeah, I, I feel like they would they would have the the they'd be down to do whatever it takes, but how about you, Cameron?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there, Jake. If, if I'm about to make a bad decision, I don't want reason and logic and, you know, to be beaten over the head with a C.S. Lewis proof of, you know, here's the wise choice. I need somebody that's going to put their arm around me, reason with me and say, hey, man, do the right thing. And that's J.D. Mm-hmm. And Turk, Turk's job.
0: OK, I think so. Right now we're at 2-1 after this yeah. question. Question, next question. The Golden Ticket. This might even things out a little bit for you, Eric. You receive the Golden Ticket. You get to expand your friend circle and are given the choice to join one of two very exclusive bro groups. J.R.R. Tolkien, C.S. Lewis, yeah. J.D. and Turk. The invite will be a weekend of camping, hunting, and ghost stories. If things go well, you may become a permanent <laughs> member of the group. Which one do you choose? Uh... And I bet C.S. Lewis tells some great ghost stories.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. It's Lewis and
0: Tolkien easily. I don't know if they're good at camping, but they served in World War One. I'm sure they can handle a yeah. night out in the, under the stars. Yeah, it's Tolkien and Lewis, hands down. Oh, same for same for me, Tolkien and Lewis. I, I like JD and Turk, but man, if I had a chance to join the Inklings, that that would be a dream come true.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't uh, picture JD and Turk camping. I just don't think it's their best setting. Tough draw, but it's. Uh, but Lewis you get a chance Tolkien. to be their
0: friends if you go with them. You can, yeah. you can join their friend group. Is that what you want, or you want uh, to go see uh, us, Lewis and Tolkien? I think Lewis and Tolkien are more exclusive.
1: Like I'm going to impress a lot of people if I can hang out with Lewis that's and Tolkien true. and be their buddies. Like if I get seen that's with true. them, like I automatically get you know street street cred for that.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. That is a good point. You will look a lot more. That's something you can put on your LinkedIn profile.
1: <laughs> Fair.
0: Resume right. builder. Um, okay. This is a story from our college years. Eric, oh boy. Let's hop into the Wayback Machine of the year 2002. You are a sophomore in college hanging out with your bros in your dorm room and your buddy and your buddy Greg comes in to play a little GTA on the <laughs> PS2. No sooner, though, does he sit down in the futon to veg out than a ring then comes in on the room. Girlfriend phone. calls. That is girlfriend Jenny, <laughs> sweet as pie, calls in to ask if Greg happens to be in the room because he needs to study for his literature final. Greg hunches down, sinking into the futon as he frantically waves while silently mouthing the words to say, I'm not here. Which bros do you think are going to cover <laughs> for your boy Greg? J.R. Tolkien and C.S. Lewis or J.D. and Turk?
2: <laughs> well, to- Tolkien, knowing he's she's a good Lutheran girl, is gonna is gonna waver off. Yeah, if she was Catholic, yeah, maybe. And, and but. Jenny was not, so <laughs> I'm really I'm really fighting for Tolkien and Lewis here. But uh,
1: gosh, I'll let you two vote the first two. I I think that see this is hard because. JD and Turk are going to giggle the whole time, and they're going to give mm-hmm. you away immediately. Um, oh, Tolkien and, and Lewis, I I don't you know on moral grounds, they're not going to be able to lie for you. So, I, but I think if they I'm gonna, had to, would they be better at it than JD and Turk? Well, well are, I we, think... are we going off of the premise that they have to lie, or is it just how would each? they dude They got a situation. cover for you. So oh, Jenny's Lewis calling. and
2: talking could weave a web of words. Yeah. To, yeah. To make Jenny's head spin.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She'd be like, yeah, "I don't I know would. if Greg is in the state." There was a boy named Eustace Scrubb, and he almost <laughs> deserved it. <laughs> Let me tell you about Eustace. I was asking about Greg. So I think yeah. they could do it, but Yeah. They could just would distract they, that they would That's a I, good question. So
1: yeah, I I don't know. I think I'm, distraction I'm is leaning. the best policy there. What is yours? I think distraction is the best policy, so I'm going Tolkien and Lewis are the people for the job.
0: Okay, I think personally it would be J.D. and Turk. That's who I would pick, but hmm. uh, uh. Eric's Eric's a solid vote for Tolkien and Lewis. Yep. So I think that ta- I think that takes it. They take it six to three, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't feel bad about that. I like J.D. and Turk, but... I'm happy with that result, yeah. Yeah, I'm happy with Tolkien and Lewis moving on. Uh, That's Mm -hmm. totally fine with me. They wrote two of the greatest fantasy series in the history of the world, so I'm happy with them moving on. All right. So now we're into the actual
2: first round. We've got our play-ins done. We've got RBG and Scalia versus Maverick and Goose.
0: This a great matchup. Say what you will. These two, RPG and Anton and Scalia, were bros. Um they there's something else. So let's uh let's say I had some facts here. They frequently spent New Year's Eve together. Their families would spend New Year's Eve together. They've served on the Supreme Court since nineteen ninety three, um, obviously before Scalia died in twenty sixteen. Um they served on the D.C. appeals court before that in the 80s. Um, they shared an opera of a love of opera, food, wine. And then they were both from New York. Um, Scalia said about RBG, what's not to like except her views on the law, of course. Um, that's awesome. It's just <laughs> that's, that's a such a Scalia club. type statement, too. Yeah, um, they would frequently when when cases would be debated between them, you know, or brought to the Supreme Court. They would frequently write their like if if the majority was going to RBG's side, the, the liberal side of the court, Scalia would write his dissent. He would send it to her, and she would basically mark it up and say, "No, here's where your legal argument is wrong." And then when the when the situation was reversed, she would do the same. She would write her dissent, send it to him. He would mark it up and say, "No, here's here's the holes in your argument." And so they would they would do that to make sure that even though they were Arguing on different sides of things They were trying to provide the best argument Do you think That they could
2: Uh, Kajangji Brax Jackson Brown And, uh, Brett Kavanaugh Have the same relationship
0: <laughs> No Although I believe <laughs> That is hard to imagine No, they That would don't. be amazing it, They should but I mean, they I work think, so closer together They should have these things I think, uh, I think Elena Kagan Is, uh, I think she might be friends with Kavanaugh or Gorsuch Um <laughs> I think her and Gorsuch, like, they've landed on the same side of issues, even though they're liberal conservative, they've landed on the same side of issues uh, quite a bit on, on some of these, not as high profile cases, but on some of these other cases. So, yeah, I don't think, uh, I don't think Kavanaugh and, and Ketanji, but I mean, I mean, who knows given enough, I mean, she's only been on the court for like six months. So who knows over, I mean, over the next decade or two, what friendships form? All right. Anyway, all that to say, I know they're going up against Maverick and Goose, but I feel like they have a long-standing, steady relationship that that can uh, that can hold its own. All right. Next question is question twenty-one. Pub golf so you and your bros are competing in an all-day nine bar pub golf tournament you'll be broken into two teams you and your bros against your rival at work stefan and his bros there will be shots there will be bar games there will be feats of strength who do you choose to be on your team and having participated in a few of these pub golf tournaments it is it is always surprising who comes out on top it's yeah, not easy. As a young Antoine learned once, don't try to outdrink <laughs> the dads. <That's> right. So, <laughs> shout out to Antoine Sorrell. Yep. So, R B G and Anton Scalia. So, who's going first? Or, or if anybody wants, to just throw out an opinion. Okay, so
1: my my initial reaction to this is. You know, anything involving alcohol, it's it's Goose and Maverick. You know, they know their way around a bar. They did, you know, all the push-up contests and all the, um, Mm -hmm. you know, you lost that love and feeling. I feel like there are a lot of, there's a lot of ground that they can cover inside a bar. Um, Sure. My concern is that they're a liability getting from bar to bar. You know, if you're bar hopping, you know, Maverick's liable to run out in front of traffic and, you know Break a Break an arm Or something Heinous um, yeah. Goose is obviously Accident prone You know That's a liability <laughs> yeah. yeah he is oh, too, no. too soon Cameron. Eric
3: Too soon, too soon.
2: <laughs> 40 years <soon. laughs> I mean, I mean years. yes he's, he's gonna find himself
1: in, in a windshield of a car Yeah You know may, Maybe he'll uh, Careen into a nearby Lake I don't know Um I don't know. I, it's rough. There's sort your of kind of setup, but I think the ceiling is higher for Mav and Goose. I'm going with Mav and Goose in this scenario. You got to swing for the fences in pub golf.
0: That you do. But I'm looking at this photo of Scalia and Ga- Bader Ginsburg, and they've got they a just look came in their off eyes. A night of that. that, that, that <laughs> like, yeah, they just, they just dropped it. They just, they just. Uh, you know, just had uh, oral hearings and uh, did that totally hung over. But it looks like there's nothing they haven't seen in that photo. Yeah.
2: They were on hole eight or bar eight. I've never done yeah. pub golf. But they're like, hey, we've got like uh, our our whole Supreme Court picture tomorrow. Are you ready for that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess we'll have to be. Yeah. See you in the chambers at 7. It's okay. <laughs> I'll be sitting, Ruth, so I'll be Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like R B G and Scalia. <laughs> just keep my eyes here. open. It'll
0: be fine.
1: <laughs> I, I I don't know, man. R B G and Scalia are going to get par after par after par. They're steady, you know. So on yeah. the back nine, I think they're going to finish strong. But who's in that? I think will Eagle, eagle, eagle to start off.
0: Yeah, it's happened to me many times. I yep. I I'm fly way too close to the sun way too early. Yep. And then I'm sucking down waters and lemon slices for the rest of the night. <laughs> yeah, you can I need a, a lot a, of penalty strokes. Hey, <laughs> I either need an invite to pub golf or I need an explanation. Yeah, I, we, we can do both. I can give you. Yeah, you want to come to pub yeah. golf next December in Phoenix? Uh, uh, s- sounds great. But give me the. I'll drive of down. Rules. If you drive down, okay. So sure. basically, nine bars. This is the way that we do it. Um, nine bars. Each bar has a score. You know, three, four, five. You know, par three, par four, par five. And then within each bar, there are certain drinks that you have to take to get under par, to get a birdie or an eagle. Um, so, like, let's say at the Irish bar, a par is a pint of Guinness. Um, If you want to go for a birdie instead of the pint of Guinness, you can have a shot of Jameson. And if you want to go for an Eagle, you got to have a beer and a car bomb, something like that. Mm -hmm. So your score is based on what you drink and you have to keep it down. And uh, if you drink just water, you can have water when you're drinking. we learned that you should not penalize people (laughs) for drinking water. But if you have just water, then it's a it's a bogey. So mm-hmm. um, that's basically how it goes. Since then, over the night, mm-hmm. each bar you're, you're getting different scores, and then whoever has the lowest score wins.
1: But you're leaving something key out of that mix, though, Jake. There are um, bonus points strokes oh, yes. off for feats of strength, or you yep. know, if you happen <laughs> to have your little child so, putter and you so can there... put from across the room into a glass, that's minus yeah. one off your score.
0: Yeah, so like can,
1: the degree of difficulty goes up tremendously as you go through the course. So it's good to uh, get yeah. points on the board early, um, but then you don't want to go out on a blade what's the time span the road.
0: of this event? Like is There's this no, a
2: three hour event, a four, four hour
0: event? Uh, oh no, it lasts yeah, four or five uh, hours at least. So the way we've done it the past few years down in 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 AZ was it would be during a championship. Saturday, so we're where college football conference championships are going on, Mm -hmm. and um, the first, it would start at around 1 to 2 p.m., and -hmm. it would go throughout the whole night. Um, The last one we did didn't go as long. It it was a bit quicker, but still Mm -hmm. nine bars, Mm -hmm. but some people dropped out considerably before we got to nine. And there's like a...
1: A break for dinner. One of one of the bars. Yeah, the on turn
0: horse is so at the hole turn. five. Yeah. we eat dinner.
1: <laughs> yeah, so you can kind of linger at the turn.
0: Yeah. So
2: yeah, it just kind of depends. You down? Want to do it?
1: It'd be great.
2: I, it does sound great. I just have to figure out how to make a quick weekend out of that. You'd be a great addition <laughs> to
0: the roster. we find a reason. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I, <laughs> that sounds like the reason.
0: Yeah. All right. Anyway, all that said, I think uh, we haven't really answered the question, though. Right? I went with Rbg. I already
1: cast my vote. I already cast my vote. Who would Rbg right Who would you go
0: with, Cameron? I went with Goose and Matt. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Rbg and Scalia. Uh, age over beauty. That's what I'm going with. Age over beauty. <laughs> yeah. All right. Question eight. Let's see what this one is. Let's let's start a band. All right. Everyone knows that if you want to pick up chicks, you got to be cool. And if you want to be cool, you got to start an eighties hair band in your garage with your buddies from high school. You got the dream. You've got the pipes. You just need your bandmates. Who are the wild stallions that will join your motley crew? Mm.
2: Great balls of fire. It's goose and maverick. You lost that loving feeling.
0: Yeah. We know they can sing
2: that too. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Oh,
0: and, so and not it. only that,
1: Goose Goose's he taught his son to be a great singer as well because mm-hmm. Miles Teller ended up being great on the piano and great singer. Which so okay, can we can we? Stop he, he's for a, a great recruiter as well. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, you've seen Top Gun Maverick, uh, just a fantastic movie movie overall. I mean, just completely enjoyable. But Miles Teller cast perfectly. As the son yeah. of uh, Anthony Edwards and Meg Ryan. Totally. Oh, yeah. Like, just makeup and hair. They landed. Yeah. They landed yeah. that mm-hmm. plane on a carrier. Hard
0: to do. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> awesome. All right. So that doesn't take it. They don't. That doesn't take it because they're only up four to two at this point. Yep. Oh, really? So we got one more question. To yeah, two. yeah, too we're, soon. We're still yeah, alive. That's here. okay. That's okay. That was the third question, wasn't it? And I think, well, here's the third question. And I actually think, and I did not choose this ahead of time, but I think it fits this perfectly. It's a bit more somber. Okay. Just disregard that. The eulogy. So, the Reaper comes for us all, and you are no exception. Now, obviously, this will be many years from now, but there's no question the time will come. Your only question is will be who will you trust with carrying out your will and giving your eulogy? Because we know that is only a job for your bros and not your wife. So who would be better at giving a eulogy? And I think this is a good question for this particular matchup. Cause obviously when, um, when RBG's husband died, this was before Scalia and she died, uh, Scalia wept um, on the bench. He was just weeping about it because he was so distraught. Um, hmm. And obviously, RBG and Sklea were such great friends for decades. And then Goose and Maverick. I mean, and so who who do you think would do a better job uh, honoring their friend? Let's put it that way. A little more heavy. Yeah.
1: So I'm I'm thinking back to Top of Gun Maverick, the second one. Mm-hmm. When Iceman dies. Um when when Goose dies in the first one. Maverick is not good with words in that mm-hmm. scenario. I mean, death just I mean it, it destroys him. He doesn't he runs handle away. it well. That's what
2: he does. That's exactly MO.
1: He runs away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's, he's great in a pinch, but if I have somebody eulogizing me, I'm not picking, I don't want Maverick anywhere near that situation. So, um, yeah, i think it's an easy choice. Yeah, Goose would, would get up there and he'd say something heartfelt. I think it would be a um, a nice thing, but you're missing 50% of the bromance there. Um, mm mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's just not going to be the same, whereas RBG and Scalia obviously would, you know, knock it out of the park.
0: Okay. That's interesting. Um, what are you
2: thinking, Eric? I, 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 I tend to agree with Cameron here. I mean, I think RBG and Scalia not only
0: have the vocabulary okay, let's to... A, let's to let's look at it this way and maybe this will change your answers or maybe not. What if it's not Scalia dies and RBG has to eulogize him or vice versa, or goose dies and Maverick has to eulogize him. But, um, for the Supreme court, it's, you know, Clarence Thomas or John right. Roberts passes away or, uh, vice versa in Maverick, uh, Let's say Iceman dies in the first movie and not Goose. And so Maverick and Goose have to honor Iceman or um, the admiral of, of this ship or something like that. Mm-hmm. Does mm-hmm. that change your answer? I, I still it's, think it's them together. Scalia and,
2: and RBG have not only the vocabulary, but also the the mastery of the English language and the spoken word to eulogize in a way that's going to be impactful and and. And just nail it, regardless of who the person is. Maverick and Goose, uh, what, they're like 24 years old. They're great in a plane, but they're not particularly great with
0: words. Yeah. Okay.
1: It's 4-4 now, Jake.
0: It's 4-4, isn't it? It is. It's all not enough. My and bold prediction sitting, is you know. on the line right now, and I'm sweating it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was leaning towards Maverick and Goose, but man, you guys made really good arguments. Um, well, let's talk through it. What's what's your Maverick and Goose
1: thought process?
0: Um, because with with Maverick and Goose, you can see how well they work together like they're in sync constantly. And which is why Maverick is so distraught because basically half of him is now gone once goose dies. Mm. Um, but they work so well together. They've got the banter back and forth. They, um, you know, they, they, the, the, they are one with their machine um, when they're flying. Uh, so in that regards, I feel like in a task like this, if one of their, Fellow airmen died. They would. They would do it right. If mm. if that person died, um, they might not give like an eloquent eulogy in the way that you know Gator Bader Ginsburg or Scalia would. But I think it would it would be right um, for that situation. So. That's why I'm leaning towards Maverick and Goose. But you guys made some good points. <laughs> Dang it! Yeah. Uh, you know I'm going to stick with my gut, Maverick and Goose. Even though that's that's who I was thinking when this yes. question came up. So that's who I'm sticking with. I don't want to. Yes. I'm not going to switch yeah, my don't vote. Don't overthink on this point it, Jay. Yet. Good job. Good job. Don't <laughs> overthink it. Happy to bail it. you out, Cameron. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> See, my, my
1: integrity was very much on the line there, and you did, a did Bader Ginsburg and, and Scalia. I, I yeah. stuck to my, my guns.
0: Oh, Glad it got a sports out. on sports one. I like Ooh. this. All right. So arguably the greatest quarterback tight end duo of all time. I don't even know if it's arguable at this point. Yeah. Um, and arguably... Hands down the greatest boxing movie. Why, why um, do we not have a of picture of,
2: you know, any of us like this Rocky and Apollo picture?
0: So actually there's a, no, it's funny you say that. Cause I have a photo of, I think this is on the eve of our 21st birthday party. And we were going to go to Ed de Bevix. Oh yeah. And I'm, we're in the dorm room and for whatever, I've got like my dumb, like North Carolina cap on it's backwards. And I've been wearing like this, stupid checkered blue polo shirt and I have a football I, can, and I'm like, oh, I wasn't this? there but I could picture that oh my and I'm gosh like this throwing it and then there, you are coming in to like form tackle me and it Amy snapped the photo and this is before the air of the smart camera and it was perfect and I'll see if I can find it but I, I know the picture that, you're talking about yeah let me see if I can find it
2: but oh my god <laughs> I, so we
3: do, we do, do have,
2: have a photo kind of like the, we do have a picture as well from Ultimate Frisbee where we're all wearing cut-off shirts. Oh, yeah, and we look
3: good. <laughs>
0: like, watch out, ladies. Let's see if we can find it. I might not be able to find it. So while I look for this, let me give you the next question. <clears throat> uh, 16. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, all right, Weekend at Lenny's. So this is another one we did in the previous bracket. Eric, you know how this goes. You are invited to your CEO Lenny's beach house for a weekend of sun, surf, and fun as a thank you for after you tell him about some fraudulent transactions at his company. But lo and behold, when you arrive for your well-earned respite, your CEO Lenny is dead. <coughs> but before you can call the police, the rest of the party guests arrive and you just need to roll with it. Who will help you keep this ruse going? Gronk and Brady? For (laughs) Apollo Creed and Rocky Balboa. All right. You guys discuss while I see if I can find this photo and send it to you.
2: There's almost no Brady and Gronkowski have no issue with fibbing a little bit. If it means winning. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Avoid the heat. Rocky is more play it by the book. Do it the
0: right way. I think. But Apollo Creed in the ring. Okay. I'm sorry. You guys keep talking, but.
1: Yeah, man, um, I'm with you there, Eric. The first thing that comes to mind is deflategate. You know, they they covered that up. They rolled with it pretty well. It didn't. The truth didn't come out for you know years afterward, right? Um, so if I need somebody to cover something up, Brady and Gronk is a is a pretty good go to. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm trying to think. If Rocky and Apollo Creed Would have that same kind of chemistry When it comes to that
0: Okay well um, let's look at it this way Look at the photo Rocky and Apollo This is Rocky 3 after Apollo trains him To be mm-hmm. able to beat Clubber Lang uh, yeah. So at this point their friendship Is about as rock solid as it's going to get um, So obviously not the first movie Or the second movie When they're still rivals what do you think, does that change your answer at all Or are you, are you still sticking with Brady and Gronk
1: Well, I mean, I, I haven't decided yet I'm just kind of
0: You're just talking it out That's fine. Yeah, I'm just, talking it out. To just you, trying to figure it out
1: uh, um, Your Gmail You know, if I look at those two photos Gronk and Brady Are, you know, they're whispering strategy Right there um, yeah. Apollo and Rocky aren't strategy Guys, they're all heart You know, especially Rocky Um does Apollo Creed teach him how to be greasy, fast, lightning, chasing after the chicken? Yes.
0: Yeah. But you emailed yeah, them to me, Jake? I, I shared them with the, to da Hofferman at Gmail. Oh, great. Now everyone has my email address. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> you have to <laughs> dump that.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, Brady and Gronkowski it is for me.
0: Yeah, I, I agree I I mean, I'm trying to think of a reason That somehow yeah. <laughs> Apollo <Find him? laughs>
2: Yeah, I got him Alright, okay. hold on Yeah, I'm going to share these to you guys And then I'll throw them up into what uh...
0: Yeah, please do There's another one
1: You're going to email it?
0: <laughs> so you put you it guys on the... can see it I've seen that one somewhere <laughs> Yeah, there it is Drink it in romance. <laughs> <laughs> um, here, here let me
2: just I'm going to Briefly throw this in Over here So that uh, <clears throat> Oh no They're not going to see
1: it um, I could probably Find some good ones Over the years Of of the three of us Four of us With uh, soccer yeah. and stuff
0: But That's uh, yeah, a great photo um, Anyway Anyway I, I agree. I think Brady, Brady and Gronk are probably the natural fit for that question. So that would be my vote. Uh, Cameron, you're probably going Brady and Gronk or yeah, Apollo and Rocky. Yeah. So we're, we're right, 2 Eric, your vote. Two of Brady and Gronk. 2 nothing. I agree. All right. Let's see. Okay. Okay. This is another question we had from last night. Um... Wreck the cul-de-sac. So, aliens have finally decided to invade Earth and they've chose the destination of their invasion on the mean streets of Bakersfield, California. It's <laughs> up to you and your bros to beat back the aliens, save Earth, and still <sighs> be home in time for dinner. Who's got your back? Fala Creed and Rocky Balboa or Brady and Gronk. So if I'm aliens are in, in Rocky right now.
1: If if the aliens are coming to destroy you know, Bakersfield, California. We gotta defend it with all we've got. You know, Bakersfield well, I is a gonna say
2: like we just need to let that happen. Bakersfield <laughs> is a hidden course. gem
1: <laughs> of the Central Valley. It truly <laughs> is. It truly is. And you know, I need I need two guys that are all heart. When when Clubber Lane punches, he punches so hard it whistles. You guys remember that from mm-hmm. Rocky Three? Yeah. You know, those uh predictions, pain. <laughs> Pain. The alien missiles are going to be whistling in as well at breakneck speed. Um, mm-hmm. Rocky and and Apollo, they're going to be comfortable. They're going to be like, I've seen this before. Let's take yeah. on some
0: aliens. And, and they're going to wreck them. No problem. I agree. I, I think so. And, you know, Tom Brady's got weak knees. Yeah, he's got great pocket presence, mm. but he's got weak knees. That's not going to... Those are going to fail him Those are going to fail him in the end Wait, Shout no out though. to Dan <laughs> yeah Eric, your thoughts? Who's, who's protecting your town? I, I, I feel confident in the hands of Rocky and Apollo Alright, that knots it up So we go to a third yeah. question <clears throat> Underdog stories. look at them Just like that, shocker On the brink the of the shock in the world here Who's the okay. Who's
1: the four and who's the five here? I, I gotta know. That's that's important for my next uh, way in. Reading Gronk are the four, four seed. Ooh, okay. That's a that's a huge that's right. factor to me.
0: All right. Question nine: Cross country road trip. You've just moved back to your home state to take a job <laughs> as an assistant director at the YMCA summer camp. When out of the blue, your best friend from college calls you up with a dream job teaching in none other than beautiful Tempe, Arizona. All that separates you from finally starting your illustrious five-year career as a teacher <laughs> is a cross-country road trip from your in your 2002 Ford Escort ZX2 with all your belongings shoved in the trunk. It's just you, your buddy, the open road, and two bros. Who would be the better road trip companions? Brady and Gronk. Br- Brady and Gronk or Apollo Creed and Rocky Balboa?
1: I was, I was doing a little research, uh, getting ready for this, and I just YouTubed um, Brady and Gronk, and they did the, uh, instead of the newlywed game, the Friends game. And they yeah. are so giggly. I mean, it's is the word cute appropriate with their yes, with their love so. affair? I mean, oh, yeah. it is straight up I think cute. So. They're giggling the whole time. They're just so pleased with themselves. Um, yeah, I, I think that that would be... Hilarious to go on a road trip with those two.
0: Yeah, I the only downside to that road trip, I mean, one, it's gonna be a very cramped car no matter who mm. gets in. But two big dudes. the only the only downside I see coming is Tom Brady's gonna keep talking to me about how great avocado ice cream is. Mm. And if I just got with the T B twelve system, you know, I'd change everything in my life. <laughs> Meanwhile Gronk's gonna be like Dude we're out of beef jerky Like it, it's it's just too different But Yeah I think it would be better Like I think Rocky is more of a downer Than Brady is Like I don't think Rocky would be as fun Apollo Creed mm-hmm. would be awesome But I think Rocky would bring the mood down Whereas Gronk would be incredible And Brady would bring it down a bit but not as much as Rocky would, so I think that that changes. That that would be my choice. What do you think, Eric? I'm I mean, pretty I think that, that ends it. But yeah, all right, six to three.
2: So I chose this picture here of Rocky and Apollo. <clears throat> yeah, I, I just I don't know what what brings them to this point in the film.
0: This is after Rocky finally. Beast. That's the training montage. Follow in the race, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. After at the end of the training montage on the beach, they're they're sprinting down the beach. Rocky finally outruns him, and uh, which is a little suspension of disbelief, but and uh, and then they celebrate because now he's finally ready to avenge Mickey's death and go beat Clubber Lang.
2: Okay, that's all. Just curious. Yeah.
0: All right. Nope, we're not doing that yet. <clears throat> All, right, All right, next one. Next matchup. Patton and Ike <laughs> against who is that? Tolkien and Lewis? Yep. <laughs> Great. <laughs> the Juggernauts.
3: <sighs> okay.
0: All right. Okay, I don't know if this fits either of these pairings, but here we are. Omega Moo Gamma, OMG. Oh no, Dean Randy Cheddar Dalton is on your case about saying that the new house you just moved into after breaking up with your girlfriend is for campus housing only. Your friends Derby Craft and Craig the Keg convince you to turn your house into the frat Omega Moo Gamma as a loophole. But Dean Shedder is not going to give up. So make sure your fraternity pledges are ready to get down and dirty in the KY jelly to save your house. <laughs> who who do you want to join your, old school? your fraternity? <laughs> yeah, this is old school. Give a boy blue.
1: <laughs> so say it again, Jake. The, the, who do I want
0: as a pledge? Who do for you my want th- in your fraternity? fraternity? To help you keep your keep your house on the campus, uh. so you don't have to move. Uh, Eisenhower and Patton were both West Pointers. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: they know a thing or two about these kind of shenanigans.
0: So shenanigans. I'm going with Eisenhower and Patton. Yeah, I mean, and Patton outwitted the Desert Fox all throughout North Africa, so. Eisenhower and Patton? I think so, too. I don't know. In in the warm, fuzzy,
1: um, lawsuit-averse college campuses of recent years, I feel like Patton is a liability. He's <laughs> going to break something. He's a liability something. to Eisenhower? <laughs> he's going he's to light something on fire. That's okay <laughs> in war. A um, couple people die in war to be expected a couple people die things get crazy on a college campus in 2023 um there's there's yeah you lose your charter yeah you can't have collateral damage this day and age on a college campus um you need somebody steady
0: you need somebody that's gonna you know fly under the radar I'm going Tolkien and Lewis I feel like the way you're presenting it, and I don't disagree with how you're doing it. You're presenting Tolkien and Lewis they're like they're your cover story. Like you can brush, their, you can put them in front of the dean. Look how professional right. we are. Look how civilized we are. Exactly. Meanwhile, you're doing keg stands in the back. Yeah, and somebody's got a pet tiger in the in the bathroom.
2: I'm never been in the hangover. Too. Yeah, these are two uh, <laughs> linguistics majors. They're not. They're not partying yeah. hard. You can trust us. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's not a bad thought. I, I'm sticking with Patton and Ike but I like where your head's at so we at 2-1 then or 2-1 Pat so. and Ike next question alright <laughs> oh my god <sighs> can I veto this question yeah Only you're if we hear her her the first. guy okay if you guys let me know if I should veto this question
3: kind
0: of. although maybe not uh you are a new detective who has been tasked with going undercover to join a street racing gang that also happens to rob semi-trucks of their high-end electronics. As you get deep in with the gang, you befriend their leader, John Rossetti, though you're still trying to arrest him. But when you finally go to arrest Rossetti, uh, you find out a member of the gang needs your protection. And in that moment, you learn there is something more important than justice, and that's family. 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 <laughs> who who, who in this crew will you bring with you to protect your own? So, John, uh, J.R.R. Tolkien, or and C.S. Lewis, or General George S. Patton and Dwight D. Eisenhower.
1: I, I don't have a problem with that question. You know, um, what do you think, Eric?
2: So. There's a question in that fast and furious, uh, scenario. And that is, um, whether you, whether you put justice over kind of the greatest ethic possible, right? And so Mm -hmm. where Patton and Eisenhower would be, we're going to serve justice at whatever cost we are going to execute the objective at whatever cost that's their job, but both Tolkien and Mm -hmm. Lewis engaged with ethical questions that go beyond common justice, even the greatest common justice. And so if you're in this scenario, I believe Tolkien and Lewis are going to come to the conclusion that the greatest, you
0: think, you think Patton and Ike are still going to arrest John Rossetti and not mm-hmm. save the member of the crew because that's what justice calls for. Yes. And and you're saying Lewis and Tolkien would say, would I moved. understand justice is important, but we need to save this guy's friend.
2: Yeah. Because there's a greater ethic there. And that's, okay. I just think they would That's a, now whether they get around to it or not, besides debating
0: it, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they might just argue about the best plan of action for 10 hours in a pub, but they would try. Yeah. And again, they both did serve in the trenches of World War One, so it's not like they didn't know how to scrap if they had to. Yeah, um, I, I think everybody looks at them as just the professors. Did Lewis but serve? I'm pretty sure I know he Tolkien also served. Did. Yeah, didn't they meet as soldiers in World War One? No, they met much later on. They met in Oxford. Um, uh-huh. They were both at Oxford, but they both served. I'm pretty sure Lewis also served in World War One. Can't imagine an Englishman who didn't. (laughs) Somebody fact-check us if we're wrong on that. Eric's already on it. Gary, do you have any thoughts about Eric looks that up? World War I. Um,
1: You know, I I had to make some big decisions. Um, Tolkien and Lewis are, you know, it's theoretical, you know, very intelligent guys. They're going to think through it. But on the battlefield, um, those are decisions that are tested, and I don't know where Ike and Pat would would fall on that. Um, but you can't do better than those two making the choices. So
0: yeah,
1: that, that's my that's my pick. Ike and Pat. So Lewis uh,
2: arrived at the Somme Valley on his 19th birthday. Uh, and he was wounded. Gosh, four months, four months later, um, during the German spring offensive, two of his colleagues were killed. He was wounded. My gosh.
0: Yeah. Okay. So they both. Yeah. All right. Um, I think I agree with you. I'm going to go with Patton and Ike on this one. And uh, that puts it at four. Eric, are you sticking with Lewis and Tolkien? Yeah. So it's four to two. So that puts us on a third question. All right. Third question is beer run party is hopping, the tunes are pumping, the dance moves are fire, and there's love in the air. The only problem, Kyle, the guy responsible for bringing the cake, totally blew it and just brought a couple bottles of Sailor Jerry rum and a six-pack of Zima. It's only 11 and the booze is almost out. If you want to keep the party rocking until the cows come home, you need someone to make a beer run for you. Who's going to save the day?
2: Patton is going to punch through the German lines save the horses, <laughs> save the hundred first airborne and get you your beer
1: uh, by any means necessary by any yeah. means
0: necessary. Yeah. Even if it occurs, the wrath of the USSR.
2: Yeah. Especially <laughs> if it occurs,
0: their wrath. <laughs> All right. right. I'm with that. That takes it. That that's five right there. Patton. Yep. Under the steady hand of Eisenhower. We'll get that beer. <laughs> All right, that moves them on. I'm sad to see Lewis and Tolkien go, but I'm also happy to see Patton and Ike move on. Yeah, it's a good pairing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right,
2: what's our last match of the night? Uh, David and Jonathan and Thomas Jefferson and John Adams. Biblical bros,
0: American bros. Okay. It's another good matchup. Political pros and American pros. <laughs> okay, it's ready for the first question.
1: I like this matchup. This is, um, you know, different era, old school. Um, yeah. A little bit deeper in the memory banks for for some of us. This will be this will be a battle.
0: Okay. All right. So, the FedEx plane that you stowed away on crashes into the ocean during a storm because climate change. I guess I don't know. After you swim to the shore with it, on COVID. a desert island, you find a <laughs> the plane caught COVID. Um, you find a couple other stowaways who survived the crash, who made it ashore and will help you survive the next five years before you are rescued. You're only armed with your wits. Innumerable FedEx parcels and a volleyball, you became way too attached to. <laughs> Who would you rather have on the deserted island with you, Thomas Jefferson and John Adams or David and Jonathan?
1: What are our prospects of getting
0: rescued? I mean, five is years. This you, have just to, you have to survive five years.
1: Five years. Ooh, okay. So, I mean,
2: oh gosh.
0: John Adams. I'll go can first farm. if you want. Yeah, he can farm. Thomas Jefferson, Thomas Jefferson is can genius.
2: Yeah, and yeah, he's good at owning people, but that's not helpful <laughs> uh, 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 or ethical <laughs> or moral. <What> you, <laughs> no, none of those
3: things.
2: <laughs> oh, so, man. I mean. Like I said, John Adams can farm. He can till the land. He knows what he's doing. Thomas Jefferson, unless he has people to tell what to do, uh, he's not doing any of those things. David I, and Jonathan, however, are so resourceful, right? Like they've yeah, I mean, been David in the wilderness. Was
0: a, David was a shepherd. Was surviving the wilderness while do he's being sheep chased on by Jonathan's dad? Island? I'm sure there's some sort of livestock that he can throw into a fence. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: if there's any lions, he can, uh, yeah, he can lion kill today. him today. I, I do think
2: Thomas Jefferson is a problem solver, so he can identify ways to manipulate the terrain or I, 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 mean, I think part he might of his be skill helpful.
0: set was he was he was able to understand the the climate. Like he wrote a lot about the climate of, mm-hmm. of the plantations in Virginia and, and how to best get the best yields out of the out of the ground and stuff like that. um he was very, very smart. I mean, he he was well-versed in a lot of schools of thought. Uh, he was also capable of understanding kind of the early fruits of industrialization, even though that was not quite a thing yet, um, at least in America. But he understood kind of what was coming. So he'd be very resourceful. So you have all these FedEx packages. I think he would find ways to use them well. Um, so I'm not saying he's has no applicable skills. I don't think
1: this comes down
0: to, Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: I don't think this comes down to skills necessarily. I think this comes down to chemistry between the, the two pairs. So Jefferson and Adams. Yeah. You know, they'll have moments where they're figuring something out and building some beautiful, elaborate shelter. Um, But they're going to fight over, you know true the the stupidest things and
0: they're yeah, going halfway come to through blows. that halfway through that 5 years they're just going to stop talking for 6 months exactly
1: have you they're seen gonna come the they're
0: going to come blows the john
2: adams series on hbo <clears throat> where john adams is played by paul giamatti no he does a great job and i can just imagine him giving these long looks at thomas jefferson and just be like i'm totally done with you for the mm-hmm. next two weeks. Mm-hmm. Enjoy your side of the island, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then you're just stuck in the middle. Like, uh, guys. Caught guys? some fish. You know, like... I like where your yeah. head's at, Cameron, and I think that's changing my vote. Because I was leaning Jefferson Adams, but... David and Jonathan, from everything we've read, absolutely adored each other. Now, some people think that was romantic. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't, but... They clearly were devoted to one another, and they didn't, even when their father, when Jonathan's father is hunting David, Uh Jonathan is like, I will do everything I can to keep you safe. Uh Um, And I think you want that attitude on a desert island. For sure. And they grew up in an era that had way less technology than Jefferson and Adams, and, you know, David was a shepherd and (laughs) had to live with very little, so. Well, I'm going with David and Jonathan. I think you made a very good point. <clears throat> I think that's a 3 0 start, then, right? Yeah, yeah, David and Jonathan. Okay, hot start. Let's see how it goes. Hot start. Let's see what happens next. Question four. All right, hmm, okay. bachelor party. You just got engaged. Before you walk down the aisle, you and your boys are going to have one last bash to celebrate with your pending nuptials. We're talking booze, strippers, and sparklers, baby. Who do you choose to plan your bachelor party? David and Jonathan or Thomas Jefferson and John Adams? Now, Thomas Jefferson frequently held big events and parties at Monticello
3: um,
0: and wowed guests there. David, apparently when he partied, he liked to strip naked and go dancing in the middle of the street when he got home. So he also had multiple weddings. So he had many weddings. So yeah, he knew how to plan Mm -hmm. weddings really well because he had Mm -hmm. several. Um, Jonathan was married. I don't, doesn't talk about much about how the bachelor party was. So I can't tell you there. And uh, Jonathan Adams only married that one time, but they were devoted to each other. So I think we, you, your two Johns are kind of like your sensible ones in this group mm-hmm. here. And yeah. you got mm-hmm. your Jefferson and David that are going to be the partiers. Yeah. <sighs> well, that makes I makes it a little bit tricky
2: because they probably
1: approach the party thing differently in both pairs, right? You've, mm-hmm. Yeah. I I feel like more concessions. And again, I got to go back to the relationship and, you know, how well David and Jonathan get along. Yeah, they're going to be different. They're going to have some disagreements, but one is going to concede to the other and vice versa so that they can have a compromise. And hey, let's just have a nice party. You know, we're not going to get too crazy. Um, Let's just have a good time and, and bro out. And at the end of the day, that is what, a bachelor party is about um it's about the dudes and just just hanging out
2: i can see john adams saying i want to keep it chill and relaxed and thomas jefferson being like well no we're doing it my way i can see them disagreeing about that bachelor party Okay. Right like so if it's me... my bachelor party and I say hey John and Tom uh, Throw me a bachelor party I want to keep it low key I want to go to a few bars Have some <clears> drinks <throat> Talk history John Adams is like Sounds good I'm probably going to bed early myself And Thomas Jefferson saying Hold on I think I want to add some things That you did You either explicitly or implicitly Told me to leave out I'm bringing those in anyways Hmm Okay. And they're going to disagree would on that And it's going to be a problem Okay, let's hold on Let's. Would David not do that though? David, He might, but I think Jonathan could talk him out of it Jonathan could be like, uh, well, just chill it's That's not fair. what
0: Cameron wants Cameron wants it to be low key and David would be like, alright, okay. you're probably we'll, right There's huh. a couple questions here And uh, I'm going to start lobbying, I think, for Jonathan Adams and Thomas Jefferson So, got my bias out of the way uh, They created a country <laughs> They created a country. They wrote down a document that a bunch of people that couldn't agree on anything all signed and said, yeah, this works. Let's do this. So they did that, which I think hmm. works. And and before they had their falling out with the election of 1800s, they were very, very, very close. Um, and when Jefferson's wife died, Adams uh, and his wife, Abigail, consoled him. Um, and, uh, like, they were... They, they did have a huge falling out, but then they also made up um, and had a correspondence of like 100 letters between each other um, before they died. And um, so with that in mind, and then also, I think if it's my bachelor party, um, I think I would want to talk to those two quite a bit. And that's where I'm going to go with that. So I'll be the dissenting voice on this one, but I'm going with Adams and Jefferson.
1: I'm changing my answer. You uh, you swayed me there. I'm going Jefferson and Adams as well.
0: Okay. You stay on Pat with David and Jonathan, Eric? No.
3: Okay. <laughs> no,
0: but
2: I'm not. I don't <laughs> I like it. I want to go back to my bachelor party. Yeah, and mm. you were you were responsible in in much part for that. You and Nick, Jake. Um, it was pretty low key. But if I had to it's have either was these long. pairs there, yeah, it was several weeks. It was several days. Um, Jonathan and David would be very interesting to have there, but they have no idea of the context of history. And so, yeah, I could have those conversations with John and Thomas. Like they would, I would be able to ask them questions about history and they would be like, oh, oh yeah, we, we also have a good, uh, concept of all these different things as well. Mm Hmm.
1: David's unless i got a to man after david like, is a man that? after god's own heart you know yeah. that's that's a, he'd be a pretty good
0: guy to talk to eric uh, who i would love to talk david. to david david oh, is a sure, man after but, god's own heart
2: but in the context of my bachelor party where we literally were having drinks and talking about world war 2 which would just blow adams and jefferson's guys, mind. guys guys you won't believe what Germany did
3: after you Twice, done. <laughs> Twice.
2: Well, they, they probably ask, what's a Germany? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's not a country that exists yet, but it's going to, and it's going to invade France three times.
0: <laughs> what's a <Germany? laughs> Oh, you mean... <laughs> you mean the... Hessians? Yeah, yeah, the Hessians. Yeah, they, they unite
2: and just keep invading France
0: until we get them to stop. <laughs> okay. All right, so if that's the case, that knots this up at 3-all. That was only the second that, question? Oh my god. That was only nice. the second question. That was a long one. Um, okay, I, I think this one's a good one for both. I think I, I can see reasons why either one would be a good choice here. Uh, The question is, he's fine, but we're at the hospital. So, you and your boys are at a stud party celebrating uh, that you and your wife are expecting their first child, but getting absolutely hammered while camping out in the woods. During an ill-advised axe-throwing competition, you find the head of a hatchet buried into your shin. This didn't happen. No, I, obviously liberties. I'm taking some oh, okay. liberties. <laughs> Although Nick did run my car into a boulder, and that was fun. That Did dent. he? Anyway, yeah. Oh, the thanks. front end of it was... He, anyway, we're fine, Nick. I'm not still bitter <laughs> about it. Um, this thing that you didn't even know. Um... Who is calling your pregnant wife to tell her that everything is fine, but we have to go to the hospital while the other one drives? This is assuming that all of these characters can drive. You don't have to be in a horse or buggy or on a chariot. If, I mean, you can if you want, but...
2: Well, first of all, I don't want David talking to my
0: wife, ever. Yeah, because that'll be the Fair. end of you. <laughs> well, how do you think you got... How do you think that axe got into your shin in the first place? Damn <laughs> You know what you did. <gasps>
1: Yeah, good call. Um, yeah, I'm I'm trying to come up with a reason for David and Jonathan to, to be the guys to advocate for me there. Um, I want a wordsmith like Jefferson to be able to spin a tale. Look, it was totally innocent. He wasn't doing anything wrong. The axe came and, and it, it came up and bit him in the shin. No big deal. We check in with the hospital, everything's fine. Um a I, I think Jefferson you. Jefferson could spin a web pretty well. I mean I'm not casting my vote yet, but that's my initial reaction.
0: Okay, I can see that. I can see that.
3: What do Any you thoughts, think,
0: Jake? I don't know. Um uh, I, I totally, for whatever reason, I like you. I totally trust Jonathan. Absolutely, one hundred percent. I trust Jonathan to get me to the hospital, come hell or high water. But I'm a little sketchy on David. I'm a little suspicious in my drunken stupor as I'm bleeding in my backseat no, he, of my car. I mean, we know
2: he's a good shot with
1: hard, yeah, stone he doesn't miss slash metallic he objects.
3: Uh huh.
1: So, uh-huh. so what's the objective? Is the objective to smooth things over with the wife? Or is the objective getting you to the hospital? The objective safely? is to
0: do both. It's, it's a two-parter. So one of them is driving okay. you to right. the hospital. The other one's got to talk to the wife and be like, hey, we're going to the hospital, but it's fine. Okay. So it's a, the, both pairs, have, both bros have to take on different roles. David
2: yeah. seems to be like the most unpredictable one of the four people. The one that For would sure. be least likely to carry out either of these tasks without the help of God. Yeah, right. Well, Johnson might be the most trustworthy. A rascal back in the day of the yeah. four. Thomas and John will get the job done, though. Hmm. I, I I assume John Adams will be driving, and
0: Thomas Jefferson will be doing the talking. You see, here's the thing: I don't want Thomas Jefferson talking to my wife. Some something about him. He can drive. I trust him to drive me. But I think John hmm. Adams, with his devotion to Abigail, I think he would be, you know. He might be really good to talk to his, your wife. Yeah. To calm her down. Yeah. Look, yes, it's an ax in the shin, but we've all been there. You, you'll understand. It's fine. Like, <laughs> I, I think he'd have a way of talking my wife down better than Thomas Jefferson. I think Thomas Jefferson would be totally capable of getting me there safely. But I, I feel like John Adams would be a steadying. Presence.
2: Yeah, I, I think I'm sold on John Adams and
1: Thomas Jefferson here. Here's, here's a question. I just I just want to bring this up, get you guys thoughts. Yep. But there's a certain amount of uh negotiation for, for care. You know, when you go into the ER, typically it's you know, packed a lot of times. And you know, you get a leg injury. It's not life threatening. There's people in there, maybe it's a gunshot wound. How I, I think we need to discuss who's gonna get you to the front of the line too
2: there's two lawyers in John Adams and Thomas Jefferson mm.
0: uh but you got date you got Jonathan he's like do you know who my dad is King Saul like David is freaking out in the middle of the ER oh
3: my <laughs> God
0: like <laughs> What was thing ready to go? <laughs> writing a Make song. Make me do it. Make yeah. me do it. <laughs> David's pulling out his harp,
2: <laughs> lamenting <laughs> the fact that there's an axe in your shin,
0: <laughs> which is important,
1: know. you know.
0: I mean, I, I yeah, you're all right. I, I agree. I think John John Adams or Jefferson will probably they will probably write a very compelling argument or speak. A compelling argument to get us seen by the doctor uh, earlier rather than later.
1: Yeah. It sounds like the more we talk about it, we're all casting our vote for Jefferson it's just and Adams, David. Yeah? I
0: don't trust that guy. There's something the yeah. wrong with David. He's I a wild love him. card. I love the guy, but he made some bad choices. He did. And this is, and as Eric said, this is equating him with a guy that just owned people. That was Thomas Jefferson's (laughs) thing. And yet somehow... He was just owning people. (laughs) And somehow, I am still more comfortable, probably because of John Adams. John Adams balancing Thomas Jefferson out is probably Uh, what's putting this over the edge here. Because I don't trust Jefferson in a lot of respects, but... The only
2: thing... David is redeemable only through the forgiveness of God.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's that's the only thing that redeems him. Like, what's on your your CV, David? Well, I killed a giant. Okay, what else? Well, I I had one of my most loyal captains murdered so I could sleep with his wife. I mean, that's not great. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I did not see where this was going. Yeah.
1: You know, the more we talk through this, I... Jefferson and Adams, they're a force to be reckoned with in this bracket. It's going to be interesting how they go, but they, they've got a lot going for them.
0: Yeah. I i agree. I think they, they've got a wide range of skill. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I think that settles that this is Jefferson and Adams, 6-3. to three. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think they'll be tough to beat because um, they're super intelligent, smart. They were very, very close for a while there. Um. They kind of balance each other out. There's a mm-hmm. lot going for them. All right, yeah. yeah. Jefferson and Adams, I mean, hit the button, Eric.
1: So post-game analysis-wise here, I, I can't help but break down the, the remaining four in this bracket. We've got Goose and Maverick going up against a, a strong Gronk and Brady team. I don't know. that That's going to be very interesting. Heck of a mm-hmm. matchup. Um, to contrasting styles, and I can patent. You know, they've seen some things. Um, mm-hmm. World War champions. Let's just let's just put it out there. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. World War. Yeah. World, World War champions. Undefeated
1: World War champions. I mean, it's great to be a heavyweight champion. It's great to be a Super I, Bowl I, champion, hold, hold but a on. World War champion—that's <clears> something.
2: I don't know. I mean. Starting a nation champion Patriots, I don't know. right? You've got Maverick and Goose who single handedly—well, not this—is a very
0: pro-American bracket right now. It is, yeah. This is a very American-centric, and and I'm the looking at Patriots, these picks and I'm like, wow. Like like I said, I would have liked it had Lewis and and Tolkien gone farther, but this not, is the All I, America region right now. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. at this and I don't see I don't see any. Like, everyone that's in the final four of this bracket, they make sense. None of these are super surprising to me.
1: Yeah, true.
0: Like, I would have been very surprised, I guess, in retrospect, had somehow JD and Turk made it into the final four of this bracket. I'd be like, I don't know if you guys belong here.
1: Yeah, you would have been be a huge, huge fan of the show to have them (laughs) move through the bracket. I mean, they're they're great, but they... You know, they had a nice run. They made the playoffs, but
3: yeah. Yeah. They
1: they were pretenders. Yeah. Um yeah, man. It's it's gonna be interesting. I I'm done making for predictions for the night. I, I stuck my neck out once. We'll see if it if it comes. Yeah, it got real fruition. sketchy there for a second. It did. It did. I was biting my nails. But uh yeah, yeah can't wait to see how it plays out.
3: All
0: right. Yeah, this was a well, good region. Re- yeah. This is a great region, yeah. <laughs> Uh, that wraps up this uh, this bracket um, in our Super Bowl. Uh So we've done the Bro-tiquity bracket. We just finished the Bro-roke. Is, I guess next up is Bro-lightenment, right? Yes, it is. Do that bracket. All right. So thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. And uh, make sure you guys like, subscribe, follow uh, wherever you see us or hear us. And we'll uh, see you all next week and have a great day in history.